Um, yeah, just picking up again from, from yesterday. One of the, whenever, just when Dad was speaking about this, this anticipation, this expectation um, for what the Lord wants to do, uh, I, I think that can be uh, exaggerated or it can be heightened, is a better word, heightened in the, at the start of a new year. But actually, this has been something that has been building. And if you're around 24-7 and if you're around the guys that we uh, had the privilege of being around yesterday morning, you'll know that this is not just, uh, this no longer feels like just a New Year fad. This no longer feels like just uh, language to start a new year off to try and hype people up. This feels like it's been a slow build-up. It feels like it's been, it's been the, the something's been stirring for a while now. And it does. And you can't, you can no longer, it feels like you can no longer ignore that the Lord is, is doing something. And, and I'm, I'm one of these ones that like, I've, I, I, I try to, you know, like, I think you know me well enough. My default, by default, I am cautious. Uh, by default, I'll, I, I, I step back. And so sometimes I, I, I'm not the first one to get too, too excited about the hype. But over the last couple of years, it feels like you can't avoid the fact that there's something stirring. There is something brewing. And, uh, and just last night, um, as I thought of some of the comments that were being made, as I've, thought, as I've reflected on this, it feels like this slow and steady buildup over the last couple of years, as it feels like, it feels like as we stand here today, this is, this is not just a one-off moment. It doesn't feel like that. I hope that for those of you who have been journeying with us, this doesn't feel like a one-off moment. I hope this doesn't feel like a fad. I hope it feels like this has been something that is, the Lord has been stirring and brewing and, and, and leading us into over a period of time. And so, and so as I reflect on that, to reflect on what seems to be going on here among us in our community and among our nation and even beyond, cannot help but, but reflect on Romans chapter 8 um, this weekend. I cannot help but look at those verses where it says that all creation, every created thing, all of creation is longing. All of creation is eagerly expecting the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. As I read and as I keep reading over that, there's even just, it feels like as I read that, there's this level of anticipation, even physically in my body just seems to rise. But as I listen and I engage with, with other ministries and other people who are, who are wholeheartedly pursuing Jesus, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like on a local level here. It's what feels like is happening on a national level. There is this level of eager expectation and it actually is coming from, it is, like it's, it's rising up within the church, but actually it's because creation is longing for it. Creation is groaning. There's a, I think that's what it says in the NIV. Creation is groaning for this. Creation is desperate for sons and daughters of God to be revealed. And yesterday, Paul Painter was down. It was great that Paul Painter was there. And Paul, Paul, as he reflected with great enthusiasm on what the Lord was doing, as he brought his reflection to a close, acknowledged that there is a solemnity to the moment that we find ourselves in. And something in my spirit resonates with that. 
And as much as as exciting as it is, and as much as we are on the anticipation, as much as it feels like we're on the precipice of something, I cannot help but sense a solemnity to the moment. Because the, the responsibility on sons and daughters of God, it feels like it's, and I don't think, I'm not saying that to you that it's, that it's, a, that it's a burden. I'm not saying this is a responsibility that it becomes a, a burden that we have to, that weighs us down. But this is a responsibility for us to do what David's talking about. This is a responsibility for us now to pursue this one thing in a way that we've never done before. To pursue Jesus and his presence and his kingdom in a way that we have never done before. And in many ways, I feel like, as I'm saying this, I feel like we're, we're almost saying, we're not saying anything new. I feel like we're, we're, we're saying stuff that we've, we've always been saying. Like I, I so resonate with, with Paul in Romans, it's Romans 7, isn't it? Where he says, I keep doing the things that I don't want to do. I'm so aware of the things that I need to do and why I keep not doing them. What is it about this wretched man that I am? And um. And so I become so aware that I don't think I'm saying anything new to you today. But I'm just longing that there would be a moment that the penny would drop. I'm just longing there would be a moment where we would wholeheartedly abandon as we sang last week, as we stood at the end of 2019 and said, the most important thing I feel is that we could do as we start a new year would be, would be stand with arms high and heart abandoned. And so my deepest desire as, we, as, as creation as those people that were those people that were praying for this morning, those people that have yet to experience, we 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 were with people who are living in parts of Ireland where where fifty towns living around them, fifty towns of five thousand people or more have still yet to experience the good news of Jesus. And so it feels like as we gather together, there's momentum, there's momentum gathering, there's something stirring, but I can't help but feel there's a, there is an increased responsibility for, for us to pursue the one thing in a way that we have never done before. Please, somebody tell me that this is making sense. Like, I, I just, I'm hoping it's just not, you're not hearing the same thing. I am... Um, let me share, let me, let me say what we're going to do over the next number of Sundays. You'll see here in this banner that's just around the corner, um, some of you have maybe been around for a period of time that, that do not know what simple even stands for. Some of you haven't even taken notice because you're aware that you're part of this church and a sign saying simple just seems to make sense. You've never thought, you've never even passed any remarks. And uh, but simple, it's a it's it's an acronym of the six values that we feel like that that God has spoken, the six things that we want to as a church pursue. And so over the next um, six weeks, that is what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to we're going to share those values again. We're going to, to we're going to breathe hopefully fresh life into them. Um, two years after after sharing them, or maybe even longer actually. Actually, a lot longer than two years. Um, and so we're going to, that's what we're going to do. And actually, I'm probably contradicting myself because we're not going to do it simply. We're going to go backwards. Um, from, so from next week, we're going to, we're going to start with this every one. Wow. Can I do that again? <laughs> that works. Please stop. Robin, you're a genius. Uh, and then the week after that, we're going to go to the L. 
Hawk Robin, come on. <laughs> we don't have to keep doing that. We're going to do, we're going to go to L, and then this, it's this P that I'm, that I'm, uh, that I feel just so excited about. And I know the Lord will meet us. He wants to meet us. He longs for his presence to be known every time we gather. So the time we get to this third value, by the time we get to P, P is the presence, it's prayer. And so that's going to be in 21 days. And so my challenge to the church today, I, I part of me, as I was walking here this morning, I, part of me wanted to be as bold as Paul, uh, the Apostle Paul. I'm not saying that you're not bold, Paul. But, I, but Paul, whenever he was writing to Timothy, he was saying, Timothy, I charge you with this. I'd love to be able to do that this morning, but I'm not bold enough. So I'm just going to ask you. I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you to a 21-day fast. But before you panic, there is many options. There is many ways of being involved in this. It's really, more than anything, is to create a rhythm. One of the other things that we're going to do on the 26th of January is that we're going to uh, at the end of church, we're going to have lunch together. And uh, so you mark that in your diaries right now. We're going to have lunch together. Because for me, I, my, my challenge this season, as I listen to David, my challenge this year is uh, that I would establish a rhythm of fasting and feasting. So I think I fast really poorly, and I actually think that I feast really poorly. And when I say feasting, I know you're looking at me and think you feast plenty. You feast well enough. But I just mean feasting as in gathering people and deepening relationships, deepening friendships across the table. Like really celebrating those feasting moments, whether it's around our own table in our home or whether it's around the table that we set up as part of church. And so over this year, I'm challenging myself and I'm challenging the church that we would establish uh, those fasting and feasting, uh, fasting and feasting rhythms. And the idea of rhythms is really important to me. The idea of habits and is really important to me as I start out this year. Because the truth is, I have, 2019, I have just, I've just found it a bit of a rubbish year, if I'm really honest. And uh, my health has just frustrated the life out of me. I've never known what it is to have just consistently poor health. And so it has so badly affected my rhythms. It has so badly affected my disciplines. And honestly, this is not, this is not, because you know me well enough that I throw the best pity parties, but I'm not saying this to throw a pity party. I'm saying it because I became so aware of the damage that uh, feeling sorry for myself did to, the, did to my rhythms, that it did to my disciplines. And the effect that that actually can have on relationship with God and relationship with others is only as you as you step back that you become aware of that. And so all of this idea of rhythms, all of this idea of disciplines, all this the this talk is really important for me, but I do think it's really important for 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 all of us. And so this this 21 fast that this 21 day fast that I am challenging you with today. Um, and there's, so there's, there's, there's many different ways that you can do this. For those of you that are bold enough and crazy enough, there's maybe one or two of you in the room. There's the 21-day complete fast. 
Look after yourself. Take good care. God bless you. See you on the 26th of January. But, but there's some that can go and can do this, the 21-day fast, and, and just uh, maybe juice and water. That is an option. I, uh, I want to also challenge you with, there's a, there's, a selective, there's a selective fast. And so the selective fast, I know that there's some in the room, there's many, I think, in the room that have done the Daniel fast before. And I think that would, that would fall into this category of a, of a selective fast that really you're just removing elements of... Um, you're just removing certain elements of your normal diet um, in this uh, in a selective fast. Um, so whether it's just removing meat and going fruit and vegetables for 21 days, um, why don't why don't you try that? There's also a partial fast, um, sometimes known as a Jewish fast, uh, and it, and it can be like no food from one part of the day to to another, so, so maybe for some, from sun, sunrise to sunset. Um, or the, what I, I have tried this partial fast before, so having nothing from uh, morning until the evening. So I suppose the partial fast becomes the one meal, one meal a day for the next three weeks. Or as me and David have talked about the idea of like, so for the next, for the next 21 days, that's three weeks, Maybe to take three days a week, um, three days a week for a complete fast, and your the rest of your week just as normal. Um, there's there's options uh, available um, for you there as well. I I want to let you know that what I think that I will be prioritizing over the next 21 days, I'll certainly be establishing some sort of partial fast when it comes to food. But I've I've come to realize over this last year that 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 I need something for my soul. I need to redress the imbalance in my soul. I feel like over the last year, because I didn't acknowledge the impact that, that my, my health was having on my disciplines and my rhythms, I became so out of balance, I think is the language that I found myself using just became so out of balance. And so I so suppose a soul fast for me is gonna look like a, um, addressing my, my social media intake. My, what I watch on TV, movies, phone, all of that. And I'm not putting this on all of you because I know that it doesn't apply to all of you, but I, am, I would suggest that in this room it probably uh, more than likely applies the most. I've found that as I really searched myself over the last couple of days, and I think it's one of those areas that we like to be in denial around. And I've been in denial probably about my use of social media, my use of the phone, the importance of having a series to be watching at any given moment. And I just have realized that, that I think it's, I feel so out of balance. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't even, it's the language that I find myself using. It feels like I need to address the balance, correct this balance. And there is a, there is a, just a changing of habits that need to take place in my life. I think there's a change of habits that need to take place in all of our lives.
And even as we think of the rhythms of our, of our church program, of our church life, I think that that is a challenge for us as well. I think it is true to say that there is no changed lives outside of changed habits. We're talking a lot about transformation. Dad's talking a lot about transformation. Dave, we're, we've, we've talked a lot about transformation. And I don't think, as much as I keep praying, as much as I keep crying out to the Lord for transformation, I don't think there's, I can, I don't, I think I'm naive if I think there's going to be a changing of my life without a changing of my habits. And, and so resolutions are important. And maybe you don't see any difference between resolutions and habits. But res- resolutions, I think that the good thing about resolutions is that they remind us that we really do long to be made new. But they can be so fleeting. They can be so disconnected, actually, from the rule of life that is most important, a rule of life that helps us love God and love others more. And so I'm praying over this 21 days. I'll put this up on, I'll put this up on our WhatsApp group. For those that I'm, I'm urging you, that's somewhere in between call and charge, isn't it? I'm urging you to, to respond to this. Because it does, my, my deep prayer for all of us is, as I prayed for you this week, my deep prayer is, God, would you increase our God consciousness? Would you increase our awareness of you, God? And so why the, so 21 days from now is the 26th when we will again gather here on Sunday morning. And we will look at the, the, third, the third value, if you go this way, the fourth value, if you go that way. And I'm just believing God. I felt last night, I felt something well up within me as I, as I thought about what I wanted to share this morning. I felt something just begin to well up within me, what that moment could look like. As all of us, as many of us as possible, gather together after making him the one thing, after making him the one priority of the last 21 days. And so for, so for some of us, that will look like a complete fast. For some of us, it will look like altering our media intake. For some, it will be laying aside two or three days in the week. For some, it will be one meal, a week, one meal a day for the next three weeks. But the thought of us all intentionally doing something to come together in 21 days' time and say, Jesus, we're desperate for you. And Psalm 27 verse 4 was shared yesterday. And there's something about that verse that has gripped me. Something about the, 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 the psalmist language here in Psalm 27 that has just captured me. And it says one thing that I ask of the Lord. This is what I seek, that I would dwell I would dwell in the house of the Lord. I want to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And the challenge that came with that when that was read out yesterday morning was that we come to the start of a year. We come with all our ideas and all our plans, all our ambitions, our hopes for what we want this year to look like. We come with our list of priorities, plural. We come with our list of priorities, 
But here the psalmist is offering language that there's not, there is no such thing as priorities. There is priority. There is one priority. And this is the one thing that I'm challenging you with. This is the one thing that I'm calling myself to, that I'm calling you all to. That over the next 21 days, and, is that, and that this would be a rhythm that would be established for the rest of our year and for the rest of our lives, that there is this one thing that we're going to seek. There's this one thing that we're going to pursue, and it is to be with you, Jesus. It's to gaze upon your beauty. It's to gaze upon your beauty and to seek you in your temple. It is the one thing that we're going to pursue. And I would love that every rhythm and every habit and everything that we establish over this, these 21 days and beyond would all be for that reason would all be in the pursuit of that one thing. Again, saying nothing new, but God, please. I'm praying that there would be just a, an increase in our awareness, an increase in our hunger over the next 21 days. And so if it's all right, can we stand together? Can we stand in, in, in prayer? Can we stand in a way of saying... Maybe I should have asked if you were willing. I'm not going to make you sit down if you're not willing. But I love us just to, just for a moment. I can cope with I can cope with silence when we're waiting with when we're waiting on the Lord when we're when we're sharing our heart with Him. And so why don't we do that just for really quickly in the stillness and the silence and make some commitment, resolve that He is the one thing that you're going to pursue. Every other priority is going to submit to this one thing. So why don't we join with the psalmist and, and pray that same prayer. One thing I ask, Lord, is that I would seek you, that I'd be found gazing upon your beauty and seeking you in your temple.